Someone who lit the candles and forgot to make a bracha. This is very uncommon. The whole, half, the, half the whole celebration is making the brachot. But someone did <coughs> whatever it was. So if he didn't, if he caught his mistake within still lighting some of the light, let's say it's the fifth night, he lit two, and he realizes, so the third light, you should make the bracha. On the third light, you should make the bracha. All the bracha, two bracha. Or if it's the third night, then uh, you're pretty much done. But, uh, see, even if you didn't like the first night or... Yeah. First, even if you like, don't like the first thing, you still still say. Shachian. Shachian. Correct. Yeah, we said in the first halach, I think here. So even though the rest, besides the first, are only to make it more beautiful, really there's necessary one light. As we said, there's three levels to Hanukkah, right? And I don't know if we learned it this year. We've learned it in previous years. Remember the three levels to lighting the Hanukkah lights? One is one light each night. One light. If I had one light each night, that last 30 minutes, I fulfilled my obligation of Hanukkah. No problem. That's what Ikra did. A better way to do it would be to have a light for every member of my family each night of Hanukkah. So let's say I have five. Me and my wife, three kids. So I light five on the first, five on the second, five on the third, five on the eighth. And then the way that we do it, which is the best, best way to do it, is one for each night. One for each night. Not for, and not for each family. No, just one on one. Ashkenaz, everyone in the house gets their own. But the Rabbi, the Chazan Yossi, he said today in the morning that you shouldn't have, like, if you like the first one, Usually people give it to the kids like the rest of them or, or the second or third, whatever it is. You shouldn't. You should light only first. You should light it yourself. Whole thing. Even if they're above Chinuch? No. If they're Chinuch, then you Yeah, I said that. That's why I said my son is not, he's never lit before on the... You're allowed to give them the shamash, so I usually give them the shamash to light. But that's the last one. That's the first. The last. Oh, but you don't use the shamash. We have the shamash on top or on the side, and we light the shamash after we light the, the other candles. regular candles. But yeah, if you're not, if the kid is not gil chinuch, then you definitely should not let him light. Alrighty. So he says like this. What if you finished all the candles and now you say, oh my gosh, I didn't make a bracha. Even if you remembered within half a second after lighting the last candle, you're not allowed to make a bracha of lahadlik ner Mishum and you're allowed to make within 30 minutes of the candles being lit. So Shasa Nisim, you're allowed to do, even if you see someone else's menorah, and you haven't lit yet, and you're not going to light, and no one's lighting for you at home. So then you're allowed to say Shasa Nisim. On the first night, you're also allowed to say, on yours, Yivarechotam, afil shaloniskar elaad shagamarad lakat kulam. So again, lahadlik you can't say. Why? 
exactly. But the rest, that's on Hanukkah. Yeah, you would. Within the first, within, seemingly within the first 30 minutes. So a lot of times, like in uh, Amidah, he taught us that uh, there's a Pusuk, because if it's shorter time than saying a certain Pusuk, then you could then you could go back and do it within that time frame. How yes. come you don't have like a rega moment? So he says that back? he says that clearly here. He says that 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 moment it's called Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umari. Shalom the time it takes you to say Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umari. How long was that? Maximum two seconds. That time usually you're able to switch things. For example, if I have um, a tea in my hand, and I say Baruch Hashem, I'm allowed to switch within a second and a half. Within a second to two seconds, I'm allowed to change it. But if it's not, I said, Hamotzi lechem in aretz. Shakol niyabidvaro. That doesn't work. I don't know why it doesn't work. Because lahadlik, you can't really say. You know what I'm saying? Because you already did the action. Over here, you didn't do the action of drinking. Lahadlik is, I'm lighting the candles. So if I'm lighting the candles, how are you making a bracha of lahadlik? For example, I'll give you a very common example. Let's say you washed your hands and dried your hands and did not make a bracha for bread. Right? You washed your hands and dried your hands for bread. You forgot to make on the tzilat today. You're allowed to make on the tzilat today afterwards. There's no interruption. Why not? Because you already dried your hands. That was, the, that was the gemara mitzvah. That was the ending of what you needed to do. Happens to be now you need to eat bread, but you just prepared your hands already. Since your hands are prepared, the drying of the hands is really the prepara- is the last step of the preparation for the hands. There's washing the hands and drying the hands. Yeah. Ringing. Ringing like this, but that's all before drying. So then once you dried it, you're not allowed to make that bracha anymore. A lot of people make a big mistake. They take the towel and they start drying their hands while they're making the bracha. But halfway through the bracha, your hands are dry. You're making a bracha on nothing. It's a big problem. For my kids, I, I, I don't even let them grab the towel. I hold it, let them finish the bracha, and then you give them the towel. People also make mistake when they open the refrigerator and the light comes on and they close it really quickly. Even though it's quicker than Shalom Alechem Rebbe. It's funny. Not funny. It's like, oh no. It's like an automatic reaction, right? Are you allowed to open a fridge door if you don't know if the light is on or not? Yes. So back in the 50s. Yes. Why are you allowed to open a fridge door in the first place? Right, so back in the 50s, you weren't allowed to. People used to put lights on when the uh, motor was on. Like, you could connect a light when the motor's running, when you could open or couldn't open it. But, uh... Now Re- it is. Re- Shlomo Zaman Orbach came out and saying, no, you could open the refrigerator. But, uh, Even with the light on? People, people used to learn... Even with the light on? No, there's more, the problem was with the motor. Yeah. So everyone asked me, are you allowed to use that water cooler on Shabbat? Depending. So that I say to them, if you if you use no, not the hot water, the cold water. Cold water. Yeah. Depending. Why? So I said I say to them, if you use the fridge, you can use the cold water. Right. So it depends. It depends. You know how, how a fridge works? works? Pretty much, you open it, and the air comes out. Once it has a certain amount of air or deduction of temperature, and how long depending on what you're for, then it would be. <laughs> you never know what's underneath your nose. Someone was telling me yesterday that uh, uh, I saw Ravigna Miller. Ravigna Miller. Okay, anyways, let's go back to the subject. Um, point is that when the temperature comes out and it needs now to, ref- to 
cool itself, you closing the door and now telling it you need to get back to that temperature or down to that temperature, that turns it back on. So why are you not why are you not doing any sewer? Sounds like a big problem. So because it doesn't always do that, and it doesn't have to be once you close it, it turns on. Shabbat, can you go in and out of your house? You open the house, the hot air comes in, the cold air comes out, and your AEC is going to go on. You never would leave, never leave the shul. Never leave the shul? He slept there? He slept there the whole week. So he wouldn't leave. Young Israel, he slept in Young Israel the whole week? Who's, uh, for years. Who's this guy? He moved to Israel, I think he's back. You heard this? You heard this? The guy sleeps at shul the whole week, so he won't go to home? Doesn't have, didn't have a home. Oh, he didn't have a home. Okay, ready? We meet the Rebellion would ask some Shilas. Really? Where I find these, you know, you'd be like Robert Vadia, you know, like the Ashkenaz Boskin, one or two Rishonas. They don't look at everything. He's like, you know, look, you gotta follow the whole thing. Cool. Imi Lik Nerachad, Vikodam Shiit Lik, Hashar Nishpachu. He lit one candle, one oil thing, and before he gets to light any of the rest, they fell. Pretty much like this. He has two cases. One case is that the rest of the candles dripped. They f- started falling. They fell. They yeah <laughs> It should try to go on everything. You shouldn't speak in the middle for things that are unnecessary. Once you finally light the first candle, you can speak. Or you, you, you shouldn't. Light all of them. No, you shouldn't speak. You should <coughs> say, <coughs> Hanerot Alalu. 
he shouldn't speak about uh, anything else that's not Hanukkah. For the first 30 minutes or No, until you finish lighting. Until you finish lighting. Yeah. It happens to be the 30 minutes is a very auspicious time to pray. It's a very auspicious time to connect. You're connecting with the organus. The good stuff. But, but that's praying not... in front of the candles or just in the house? Or wherever you are? You should try to look at the... The light is the light of the candles. You should try to look, be near the candles to be able to see them. If you need to close your eyes, if you need to see a little further away, that's fine. In the room that the candles are in, ideally. Yeah. <clears throat> Someone who lights in the Beta Knesset and he did all the brachot, it said they invited me one night to light all the things. <clears throat> Says the Rav, but he still needs to light in his house. So it says, um, uh, what were we just talking about? Right, so it's a big cloud in, in Hanukkah, Hanukkah, that it's called Ner Ish Ubeto. You have to light at home. It doesn't matter who gave you the opportunity to light, even if you were at someone else's house. Right? Let's say you went to shul, you lit candles with all the brachot. Then you went to your friend's house because you needed to drop something off. He said, David, light candles for me. Okay? Light all, the, all three candles. Doesn't matter. You still have to go home and light. It doesn't make a difference that you lit anywhere else because it's called Ner Ishu Beto. You have to light at home. Let's say in the first night there's also Berkat Shechianu, which we don't have in the other nights, right? How can you say Shechianu twice? So if they let you light it shul, you have to say shechianu. Do you light oh, again right. at your house? Yeah. With shechianu? Yeah. Says the Ben Yishchai, if you're a guest at someone's house, then you don't say shechianu again. Dekaimelan safek brachot lakel. V'yimcha lel alef shel Chanukah belel Shabbat. Hold on one second. V'yimidlik v'amadlik belel Shabbat. Again. Imoach sanai. Everybody says... Anyways, no, he's talking about when you're a guest at someone's house. Uh, I mean, that's not the regular case. This is not this year. This year it falls out on Sunday night. But if it fell out on Friday night, let's say the first night of Hanukkah was Friday night. Fun case. Let's say it's Erev Shabbat. What do we do Erev Shabbat? First we light candles. candles. Then we come to Shul. And we were going to pray, ideally, ideally you prayed Mincha before. An early Mincha, right? Whenever we have Shabbat Hanukkah, you should pray an early Mincha. We're going to have this, just not this Bracha Shachim. But let's say Friday night was the first night of Hanukkah. So everyone at home already blessed Shachim. Because everyone 
every man already blessed. They, we just let the Torah came. So you're doing it earlier. So on Shabbat, there's no way for us to light candles. Right. It's impossible. Right? The mitzvah d'rabanan of lighting candles of Hanukkah is not going to push away the, the isur d'araita of Shabbat lighting candles, right? So there's no real lighting candles on Shabbat. So what do we do? From, from Plaga Mincha, from Plaga Mincha and onwards, we're allowed to light as long as there will be enough oil in the thing to last half an hour after it's hit the Wow. That means if I didn't put enough oil from Plaga Mincha when I lit to last until then, I didn't fulfill my obligation. Who would be like Plaga Mincha? I'll tell you now. So this Friday, for example. I'll tell you right now. 426. Say 430, just to keep it easy. So I said, live for an hour. You don't have to light it this time. You can light it later than this. For example, let's say shul's at five, right? So you, you light it, light it four forty-five, four fifty, and then you can light it at five. Okay, four forty because you have to drive to shul. Okay, four forty-five. So forty-five minutes. More, more, more. That's way more. That's a little possible. Oh, right. Four four. Let's say it's four forty. Where is it? Four thirty. It's four thirty. Let's say it's four thirty. It's 
Thank <laughs> you. 